Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Liberty is something that people all over the globe are fighting for right now. Millions, millions in the streets of Cuba and the UK. We now have the Taliban apparently occupying 85% of Afghanistan. So that's turned into a complete disaster, which most of us figured it would. Yes, this is something that President Trump started with regard to pulling our troops back. But the Biden administration just decided, if you can call it an administration, I really don't give that plausible, um, anything plausible whatsoever. Matter of fact, that may be the second time I've actually referred to this sham administration as the Biden administration. Um, Certainly not the presidency, because I don't believe it. It's really hard for me because I'm not programmed to agree with a lie. Not once I realize that it's a lie. Now, I may be agreeing with something that I don't have all of the information on, but I mean, as you see what's happening in my state of Georgia, you see Arizona, Pennsylvania, uh, Wisconsin, um, Michigan. I mean, it is a mess. The things that are coming forward that people are working overtime. You know, Biden himself going to Pennsylvania to say, nope, got to put a stop to this. Well, good grief, mister. If you won by this disproportionate amount of votes, then what are you so worried about? So we all, listen, I told someone today, I I don't care if you're a deaf, dumb, mute, blind, midget, rolling out of a circus car, you know, uh, toe-eating, you know, I I, who, Cheeto-eating gorilla. I mean, any, an, an idiot, an idiot would know exactly what went down with this election. Anyone who has any form of objectivity. I know that sounds really rough for some of you who think that I'm just like this, but you're a hardcore conservative. Um, I'm not a hardcore conservative. I'm not a hardcore anything. I'm a conservative other than a patriot. That is something you could accuse me of being hardcore. I'm a patriot. I'm also a hardcore kingdom believer doesn't mean I'm always living in it perfectly, but I am a hardcore believer in the kingdoms of God and the enemy. Very much so. Those are my, that's my compass. That's my true north. Um, Again, doesn't mean that I'm not, not out here swaying with the rest of you as all of our foundations are being challenged at the moment. Unless you're the sanctimonious ones who have all the Beth Moore answers. If you've listened to me for any length of time, you know how I feel about Miss Beth Moore and her pearl-clutching Republicans who just couldn't believe that we'd have a president in the Oval Office who uttered the P-word, who grabbed a woman by her. What? God would never choose such an abomination. Forget about, you know, Nebuchadnezzar. (laughs) Forget about King David. Forget about that murdering, you know, Moses. You know, it's amazing how we have just, you know, completely, I mean, the Christians are the guiltiest, is that a word? Yeah, the guiltiest, the guiltier 
I don't even know. The most guilty. That's no, it's guiltiest. <laughs> Y'all got to laugh with me. They are so guilty. They're ridiculously guilty. We are guilty because I'm one of them. I'm a Christian. Okay. But we are so guilty of whitewashing history. And I don't mean that in the skin tone, Black Lives Matter sense of the word. I mean, like, we just clean stuff up, buddy, and there was nothing stinky or rank or whorish about our past. <laughs> like, we, I don't know what version of the Torah Beth Moore has in the pearl clutchers of the GOP establishment who can't believe that we would put someone so desecrating of an abomination as Donald Trump in the Oval Office. God would never choose Cyrus. <laughs> what? Okay. Keep going, keep on going with theology school. That's working out for you. A couple more classes. You might just be completely off the rails. Your God will be white with long flowing blonde hair. And you know, it just, yeah, would never accept gay people. Uh, and I'm not saying that God accepts any level of unnatural anything. And y'all know I got a lot of gay listeners and followers and y'all know I love you. And that's not ever going to change. That is not going to change. I'm going to feed you and clothe you. And what was that cartoon with the big dopey dog? It was a, de- was a deputy dog. I don't know. But remember, he's like, I'm loving him and old him and George. Remember? And serious, like, I'm going to clothe you and feed you and love you and accept you. And, and, and if you want me to minister to you, I will. Otherwise, your bedroom is truly none of my business. I'd love it if you keep it out of my legislatures. That'd be great. You just get it on with whomever you want to get it on with, and that's between you, them, and the Lord, and your eternity. You can read. We read the same Bible. So you don't need me to preach it to you. You have access to the Holy Spirit. So do I. And you could look at some of the things. In my, I'm getting all Southern now, and y'all got me talking in my Southern stuff. But, I mean, I've got my own stuff that I contend with. So nobody's polishing stones in this glass house. You could trust that. And that's exactly why you love me. Because I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. And then y'all get to go work that stuff out. Just like I do. I'm not your commander. I'm not your general. I'm not your Holy Spirit. I read. And I take the words off of the page and go, okay, this just said that two plus two is four. Right. So I'm not like, well, that was mathematics back then. So maybe the up arrow on the milk carton being on the bottom is, you know, it's just maybe that's how it should have been this whole time. No, I don't, I don't fiddle with stuff like that. I don't tinker as a friend of mine said, I don't tinker with stuff. And of course I do take, take things in context. And things have shifted culturally for sure. But the bottom line is, ain't no man a man making a baby. Unless, you know, you're up in the science department now of the Wuhan bat frog banana eating ape lab that's releasing all kinds of bioweapons into the earth. And then just everybody's like, well, who what? Uh, Well, Fauci says, and back to the CDC, who's completely lied about everything from day one. And the who (laughs) who has never told the truth since this entire thing began. The CDC, who is not a legislative branch, but we've completely given them enforcement, you know, reign. Unbelievable. Let's turn it back over to Fauci. Dr. Death, Dr. Fraud, who has taken zero responsibility and is making massive amounts of bank. Right? Yeah, well, you can actually now... 
not have to use sperm, by the way, to create a child in a Petri dish. Thank you, science of the perverted nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can do that through using bone marrow. Oh, yes. So, yeah, whatever I say, you know, but from the beginning, I mean, if you're, if you're just going with pure science, okay, if all we had was, now granted, that is going to do away with most of the men in, in the world, on the planet. And I got to tell y'all something. I love my girls. Don't get me wrong. But nothing, nothing it's more terrorizing to me than thinking about a planet ruled by nothing but chicks. Hell no. Have you lived with a woman going through menopause? No, thank you. I've been living with myself for the past 10 years. I'm going to tell you, it's not been fun. So, uh-uh. Who in the world wants to have a global estrogen party? Negative. Nope. So I'm all on board with the boys. I love men and I love my men. Y'all got to leave the men alone. Let men be men. Let them be boys sometimes. God, you know, we want it always to Sunday. We just do. We want the dude who's going to grab us by the hair, drag us into the cave, and don't tell me you don't because studies have proven over and over and over and over and over that even, you know, in like, hello, how many tens of millions of you read that Fifty Shades of Cray? Well, that tells me all I need to know about what you huzzies are up to in your bedrooms. <laughs> You know I'm playing with you, but I'm serious. Y'all are some freaks, and you know it. And there's literally 56 gabillion people downloaded that book and purchased it. What does that tell you? It tells you that you're tired of soy boys. That's what it tells you, and you should be. You're tired of the skinny jeans, the smoke machines, and the man buns. And listen, though, I've seen some hot dudes in the military with some man buns, I'm not going to lie, who would just blow you away uh, in the event of they needed to in, in, in the line of duty. And I'm down with that. Wear your man bun, whatever you need. Put on some skinny jeans and knock it out. Whatever you need to do. But for the most part, I'm like, I need a dude with some testosterone. And you ladies know what I'm talking about. I need a man to be a man. So all this female worship and all this, you know, patriarchy, down with the patriarchy. I mean, if I hear that one more time, I'm like, my world was never more decimated than the day the patriarch of my family died. My father was a World War II veteran. And my father worked his ass off Never missed a day of work in like 21, 23 years at General Motors. He loved the fact that he had a job and he could provide for his family. So when corporations are like, hey, can you come in and talk to us about, you know, team building and, you know, trust? And I'm like, what the hell are y'all running over there? A romper room? Like, what is this, daycare? No, you're there for a bottom line, right? You're not there for nap time and, and let's go to HR with all of our problems and they think I'm a dyke and they make fun of my clothes and they don't like me. I didn't get my promotion because I have boobs and, and that guy held my door open. So hashtag me too. You know, I just want to, there's just a part of me that's just like, shut up and sit down. You cannot even remotely be serious with all that. And listen, folks, uh, quiet as it's kept, if, if you've downloaded my book, then you know I'm very candid with my past because God's been t- 
totally awesome in delivering me and cleaning me up, washing me up and all that mess. And what was meant to kill me has totally made me stronger, obviously. Um, but you know, been raped, been molested since I was little, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff that the devil was like, Oh, we got this. And God's like, yeah, well, hold my wine. Right. And so I don't subscribe to that stuff. Now, listen, if a dude at work is being a dude at work, you have met your match. Because you will never make that mistake with me again. I, I don't feel threatened or like I have to make a decision between my job and, and you know, showing you a, a, a yeah, <laughs> that, you know, or allowing you to brush up against me and flirt with me at lunch. See, women want it both ways. They want to be able to flirt their way into positions, and then they're pissed whenever somebody wants to flirt with them into the position. And then everybody goes all rogue and down with the patriarchy. And then we wonder how we end up with Black Lives Matter, CRT, you know, the Taliban taking over the world. Yeah, Sharia law. How do we cut off our girls' clitorises, and that's legal in New York, whatever that's about. I keep telling you guys, New York's going to fall to Sharia within the next five years. I said that five years ago. We're three years in. Look at it. It's a complete shithole. Excuse my language. It is a hell hole. Thank you, President Trump. Yes, hell hole all the way HD, H-E double hockey sticks. Hole in the ground. Nasty. People murdered, clubbed to death on the street. Raped, sexually assaulted, broad daylight on the street. Cameras everywhere. Animals. It is a crap town. So don't tell me that it's not being decimated for a reason. Because that's when opportunistic little vagrants come into every single city in the United States of America that is being run into the ground by Democrats because it is part of a global movement. And if you don't think Hamas and these other Looney Tunes aren't funding and purchasing muni bonds and climbing in bed and, and really jockeying for position with the CCP in your cities, you need to be studying municipal bonds. That's what you need to do. Get off the phone, get off your Game Boy, get off, you know, Pornhub, whatever it is you guys are up to into the middle of the night. Here's something for you to study. You want to change the country? Start studying about muni bonds and start holding people accountable. There. I love you. Have a good night. I'm kidding. So... I had a ministry session today. Obviously, it's done me a world of good because last night in my little bedtime stories podcast, Cookies and Milk with Monica, bedtime stories. Some of you are guys, <laughs> I love you guys. You don't offend me at all with your, you know, I just imagine you sitting in a teddy talking to me. I'm like, I know, I know. It's my voice. I get it. And if you're, if you want to be that guy, you go do that. I don't need, you don't need to email me with that crap. I don't need to hear it. Don't fantasize about me. If you've got a wife, especially, had some dude flirt with me recently online and super hot too, by the way. And, you know, professional, very successful and just really witty, which I love all of that. You know, a guy's guy. And I tell you what, ladies, if you want to know if somebody's legit or not, and see, I'm totally single and widowed and for 22 years. So I know how all this works. And I'm like, so, uh, so, uh, Captain Wit. You know, um, he's like, well, I think about it in my league. And I'm like, yep, you are. <laughs> so let's be clear about that. You are. But I'm not a ball buster in the traditional sense of the word. But I'm just kind of sensing that this dude's probably, you know, he's good looking. He's middle aged. He's probably, he's well spoken, highly educated. He's probably married. He's probably married or newly divorced and just super hoish. So in either way, I don't want any part of that. So. Um, I'm like, so here's the deal. A couple of things there, cowboy. Uh, one, this, and two, if you're married, cease flirting with me immediately. 
And then three, blah, 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 blah. And I went on with my conversation and he comes back and really doesn't have much to say. I think I pretty much handed his stuff to him and gave him a sack lunch and put him on his way. But, um, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, you have a good night, Monica. (laughs) I'm like, you too. Thanks for stopping by. Married men, quit flirting with people online. And I know some of you think because I have some celebrity status that, you know, that I'm not going to respond or that some kind of a bot or assistant is going to respond. But I do respond to people because that's part of, that's part of my joy, to be honest with you, is connecting with you guys and and you knowing that I don't have an assistant responding to you. Now, I I do miss uh, plenty of your emails because many of them go into spam and whatnot, but, and I'm not always very prompt responding, but I will return your messages and because I consider it an honor to be in fellowship with you. So do me a favor. Don't be douchey. If I'm in fellowship with you online, don't be douchey. What do I mean by that? If you're married, leave me alone. Don't try to come at me with, oh, praise the Lord. I'm so sorry that you, I was widowed too. I'm a widower, you know, but I'm married to a lovely woman. And, but hey, if you ever have a shoulder that you need to cry, nope, don't need your shoulder. Don't. Your wife should be on both of your shoulders regularly, not me. So quit reaching out to me. I'm very clear about that. Now, you got some policy, you got politics, you've got, you know, a whistleblower on your hands, you've got some stuff to, some stuff to uncover, discuss, figure out how can you get involved, or you've got some policy changes you'd like to see made, or, you know, you need some help with a political campaign. I'm your girl. But all this other hoochie coochie, hanky panky wackiness, do yourselves a favor, gentlemen. If she's fallen just out of lust with you, that's not hard to jumpstart again. How in the world did we get from the Taliban, you know, executing 22 Afghanis today who were on the ground in surrender, took off their bulletproof vests to show, you know, hey, hands up, a legitimate hands up, don't shoot. Actually, one that occurred, right? And they were slaughtered. How do we go from that to this? The world is a crazy place. The world is a crazy place. And if you don't find, you know, some, a release valve, and I'm hoping that your release valve is something that's not going to lead to the destruction of your family unit, which ultimately leads to the destruction of your um, communities and your societies, your states, civilization at large, you just see a total breakdown of anything civil. And so men are turning to affairs and other women and women are doing the same thing and kids are being left in the wake of no one having a moral compass. And I, again, I'm not heaving stones, believe me. I've got my own entire bag of crap that I deal with on the regular. But today I had ministry and it was extremely, extremely life-giving. And um, as you can tell, like I'm lighter than I have been like twinkle toes in, in months Because things were put into perspective, and I actually spent some time allowing a minister and the Holy Spirit and God to pour into me. 
Now, I know some of you are like, oh, but your potty mouth, which we all know if you've listened to me for any length of time, it's something I struggle with. And it's just something that you're either going to have to get over or keep praying for me to be delivered from. I don't know. I'm actually okay with my potty mouth at this point because I, God said that he was going to finish the good work that he started in me, not you. So you're welcome to pray for me. I will stand in agreement with you. But for the most part, by and large, I know how to be a lady. And when, you know, I'm just on here doing my thing. And when I get passionate about stuff, all BS goes out the window. If we were on a battlefield, which we are, by the way, but if we were on a legitimate battlefield and I was your general and I uttered the word shit, would you just fall apart? Would you be like, oh my gosh, I thought she was a Christian. But they're like 10,000 Taliban after us right now, but we should stop and deliver Monica up to the, you know, the Holy Spirit forces of potty mouths. That's how some of you guys act because you don't realize how serious this situation is. Do you realize that we are in and we are on the eve. We are at the cusp. People in my circle like to talk about the leading edge. We're on the leading edge or the, the fault, the holy crap edge of an industrial depression. Do you understand that? I don't think so because I don't think anyone's really talking about it. Do you understand that manufacturers cannot find help right now? You guys are fighting. We, we have congr- we have Democrats in the state of Texas getting on a flight like a group of 10-year-olds to flee their legislative duty on the dime of taxpayers of Texas, mind you, to charter a flight, charter a flight to give a big fat up yours to Governor Abbott for calling a special session regarding voter integrity. I kid you not. An entire Democrat caucus on a chartered flight running to D.C. They're going to the playpen, the Greco playpen, where everybody's locked in. Yeah, the big Capitol gate, the big fencing around the Capitol. Your house, by the way, that you pay for in a free country. You're going to tell me that we're not on the eve of, of becoming exactly like Cuba? You want, to know the, you want to know why those people have the balls to get out into the streets and be like, we're done? Because they've been dealing with this for decades. This is nothing new for them. And they're sick of it. And they see a window of opportunity. And they see the people in the UK. And they see what's happening to their monetary system, to their jobs, to the bread lines. They're sick of it. They don't get the health care that these crappy Democrats try to tell you that you're going to get. They get nothing. They get a bread line, a soup bowl. They're scavengers. What is their GDP? Really? Look around. Look around the globe. Look at how many people are sitting on their butts will not go back to work right now. I, if I see one more LinkedIn ad with these stupid people who are like, well, um, yeah, it's all about equity. And it's always like a minority, like it's a female or it's a black female or a, or a black male or a black gay male or a black she, he, them, there. We don't know Legion. You know, we don't know who they are, what they don't either, but they want to educate us on how to, you know, be inclusive, be equitable, to be kind, to, to provide a safe space in your corporate environment, right? And I'm, and I'm online going, oh my God, you know, I just want to, if I, if I just had like a little, just something on my phone, they could, we need to, we need to design something that just like 
um, here's the vision I get. What Just paintballs your ad, right? Not only do we dislike it, but we just go, we just obliterate it while we're on the phone. That would be amazing. Perfect timing. My phone just went off. That would be great to just obliterate the ads like that, where it's like, no, no, no. We're Listen, you're not my head shrinker. You're my employer. And so you wonder why manufacturers and supply chains, they can't find workers. Why would you? I didn't know this. I did not know that people were sitting at home on 300 bucks a week. Let me tell you. And some people are getting more than that to just camp out at home. And you know what? You know why I have railed against um, any type of welfare benefits? Well, first of all, what the heck is the church doing with all of her money? And I'm a minister, so this is my wheelhouse, so I can talk about this all day. What are y'all doing? Why do we have the poor in spirit? Why aren't you out in the decimated streets of Baltimore with your big megaphones uh, preaching the good news of the gospel, which says that all men are created? I mean, if you don't believe in the Constitution, then go back to your Bibles from your black churches, for God's sakes, that tell you that all men are created equal. Didn't say equitable. Said equal. Doesn't even offer you equal opportunity. That is man-made. That is completely man-made. And we're not even happy with that. And, and, and why aren't we happy with that? Because ultimately someone who becomes the special class stays the special class and someone else gets the raw end of the deal. And at this point in our history, it's the white dude. Sorry, somebody has to say it. But it's true. It's the white guy, it's the white girl, it's, you know, the Beckys. Actually, the Beckys are faring quite well on the Karens because they can't keep their mouths shut long enough. They're the ones running around with Black Lives Matter sign thinking that somehow that's going to save you from the mob one day. And let me tell you something, sister, that's not how that works. (laughs) So either suit up for your pending shackles. Yep, because that's where that's going. You got to know that. Uh, As, you know, more and more blacks become militarized, militant militiaized. I love it. I'm on like a word roll tonight that doesn't even make sense. But but seriously, I mean, you should catch some of the sites that I pay attention to and the rhetoric. It would blow your mind. Y'all, some of you white folks would never leave your house. You'd be like, oh my gosh, I had no idea those black people think that way about us. Do they really want us to be slaves? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, they want to bankrupt you. <laughs> Hello? Because it's not even a black person thing, you guys. It's a spiritual thing. It is a spiritual battle. It just happens to be manifesting through the people who are, you know, hurt the most in this country, to be honest with you, from slavery. And they were. They just were. And I realized there were Greek slaves and uh, Irish slaves. I mean, listen, we all, listen, if you know anything about history, you know everyone in the whole world has been enslaved at some point, right? But this is America's favorite sin, We just can't let go. Some people can't let go. And you guilty white people are just as crappy for not allowing people to let go and forgive. Because you agree and you get down and wash feet in the name of chicken sandwiches and Jesus is closed on Sunday. And, you know, and and we're trying to make up for what the big oops that we made with the LGBT community. And so we're not going to miss this opportunity with BLM. And I love Dan Cathy. He's one of my friends. But he was dead wrong with what he did with regard to BLM. And I would say, and I've, I've said it in my text to him. I would say it to his face if he treated me to a chicken sandwich. Dead wrong. Any of you churches subscribing to this crap, you are dead wrong. You are leading people back into captivity. You are leading them directly into Marxism, and you should shut your doors today. 
why do we have the poor with us? Because the church refuses to do her job. We refuse to speak truth to lies. That's why we look to our military to do everything for us. We do not realize that the church is actually the first line of defense in this country. And because I say the word shit or damn, you guys get all out of sorts. See, I, some of y'all just freaked out right there. And I realize it can be defiling to you. Believe me, I'm no dummy whenever it comes to this. I realize that my spirit is never to defile you with my language ever. And I realize it can be very unbecoming and it's very unnecessary to a large degree to actually cuss and to, you know, use things just flagrantly. Um, and gratuitously, right? It just doesn't have to be that way. But some of you get so out of sorts that you're so spiritually minded that you are of absolutely zero earthly good. And you wonder why you can't attract more people into the conservative party. And it's because you can't relate to anyone who can't pay their bills, who has been trained through generation of pover- impoverished thinking, In feeling, genetically, these folks have zero idea what it's like to live outside of an 18-year-old life cycle. They expect to die. That's why they join a criminal gang element. It is a badge of honor to check out and have a funeral and have my baby die in the street and show up at court and and scream at the white guy because the white cop and watch them all burn in hell, right? And and march down the, hands up, don't shoot, which never happened. But you dummy white folks just fall for it because you're like, well, you know, it was bad. And I know I'm black. I'll never understand. You're right. You're black. You'll never, you're white. You'll never understand. And next, you're heterosexual. You'll never understand. Next, be a decent person. Open the door, help somebody, uh, create opportunities for people. If you're so concerned about the plight of the black child, then get out there and mentor black children. How's that? I mean, what are you waiting on? The military to save the day? The military sizing, you know, people up for tutus right now, for God's sakes. We've got the chair force. I love that. That just tickles me. Because my dad was Army, my nephew's Marines, and my sister was Air Force. (laughs) This whole thing about, you know, well, we're just going to make it all equitable. (laughs) And you're you're trained. I wish my personal trainer used the standards of the Chair Force because he kicks my butt, man. He's like, get on it, Matthews. Come on. You want to look hot? You want to have a tight butt and a small waist and some monster thighs? You better lift, girl. There's no such thing as, well, fill this out and tell us how you feel. What? What in the hell is going on? You got Millie, General Millie up there, like a complete Marxist lunatic. Excuse me, sir, but it's true. You know, just, well, I'd like to understand about this white rage or, you know, I'm like, what? go read a book on your own time. When you're in that uniform, sir, you represent the Constitution of the United States of America. Nothing more, nothing less. And you know that to be true. Isn't that what you took a vow, an oath to protect and to defend against uh, terrorists, right? Known sworn enemies, both domestic and foreign. Look around. It's pretty obvious who's burning the country down and it ain't Trump supporters. Who's buying this crap? So we have a military that, and God knows, my life is filled with you folks, and I, no one honors you more than I do. No one. 
I have I have performed more national anthems for generals, for you know, you name it, brass down all the way down to the, whatever for sports. I mean, no one. If I see you sitting or or not standing for my national anthem, oh, that's I will stop an entire uh, an entire baseball game and call somebody out. Like that's not happening on my watch. We're not doing that. And I realize that you guys in the military are like, well, you know, we fought, we wear the uniforms, people can stand or sit or squat or whatever. I'm like, yeah, well, that's kind of, you know, us saying, well, it's your right to be able to do that and us normalizing those things. And then we wonder why people are draped in the flag. They got bikinis. And believe me, I've had a thong that was really cute, actually. But it was it was the American flag. And I realize you're not supposed to do that. And according to code, I understand that it's it's that's not supposed to happen. But where you give a little bit of slack, people tend to take the entire flag and look at us now we have a black national anthem what we i'm like no you can have a black national anthem but that's not the star spangled banner that is not the national anthem now people want to change the flag because you know we want something new and and evolved because everything's evolving, including, you know, apparently appendages have evolved into something that they weren't when people got here. And so now, and now we're shocked that it's happening to our flags. It's like, why are you so surprised? When I was calling you six years ago, when I first started on terrestrial radio, when I was calling the church, it's right there in my show intro music. The church needs to rise. I've never changed my show intro from day one. That is the same exact intro I started on radio with six years ago. In a little station in South South Metro Atlanta. And my message has never changed. And one of the reasons why my producer poured into me and my programming director at the time had me move up very quickly, filling in for Herman Cain, for Sean Hannity, Dana Lash. I mean, people all over the country and I didn't know what the heck I was doing in radio. I knew I had a voice. I've always had a voice. I know how to use my voice. I'm very grateful for my voice. My voice is, I'm humbled to have the voice I do because I'm entrusted with this voice. And people know that. And people try to pervert it all the time with their messaging, with their fear mongering, with their hatred and their division and their narrative warfare. And I have to guard against that. Because my voice is a gift, and my voice is God's gift to you for encouragement and hope. I don't say that boastfully at all. I hope you don't take it that way. That's not how I mean. I'm not God's gift to mankind. I'm saying that you are a gift. You have gifts that no one else has. And they may have them, but they're they're unique to them, and yours are unique to you. And if more of you understood that, you would understand why it's so important to stand against critical race theory, the globalist movement of ultra homogenization. That is the ultimate goal of the globalist is to homogenize you, homogenize the world for power, for control. It really is that simple. There are only a few things that really drive a human as we know the human species to be now. We're not talking about all the alterations that are occurring on an on a cellular level right now, on a on a DNA level. And there are alterations occurring as far as I'm concerned and as far as I'm informed. And that should concern you. It should inform you. It should not terrorize you. 
you should be able to look at these things objectively and hopefully put the accusation down. It's the Biden administration, it's the Democrats, it's the liberals. No, it's everyone. Your Republicans are equally as guilty of, of wiping out, you know, the human race to save the trees. They're in bed with Bill Gates, too. It's not just a Democrat affair. It's just not. And you keep waiting on your military to save you. When you have the answer right there, you know, in your, between your ears. You've got the answers right there uh, in between your lips. God gave you jurisdiction in this earth. He gave you authority over this planet, over this earth, as lowercase g gods, who are to live in submission to the uppercase G-O-D. And when you do that, your military becomes an actual line of defense, right? But you determine who's in office in this country, who's not. You determine civically what's happening in your communities. You are raising your children, you should be, in theory we're supposed to be, but how many have abdicated their authority to their school boards? How many of you aren't sleeping with your spouses? You refuse to court your spouse. You'd rather check out some other new green grass that, trust me, wilts, has weeds. Seriously. And your families are falling apart. They're in complete decay. Men, you don't rely on God. You rely on everything else but your creator who knows you better than your wife, who's a really great place to, uh, to lean on. You don't lean on other men. And I, to be honest with you, from the choices I've seen out here, I don't blame you, especially if you're an actual man. It's really hard for you guys to find dudes to, you know, to pour into and to, uh, and to have a place of camaraderie and, um, in fraternity, you know, outside of being just stupid and silly and playing on your PlayStation all day, right? Or, you know, just going and scratching and sniffing on the golf course and, and then you have to throw back a couple of scotches and talk about your, you know, live webcam adventures um, or the secretary or whatever. And it's like, no, dude, like there's so much more to life. And, and for those of you who are living those lives, then you look around at the country and you think you can throw a couple of thousand dollars at your favorite, you know, politician who's going to give you and your wife a lovely seat at the table. Right. I know how this works because you have access. Right. Right. And then you buy the hype because then you have access to your governor's cell phone, your lieutenant governor's cell phone and uh, the AG. And, you know, we, we will remember governor, whatever we gave this blah, blah, blah. And they do remember. They do remember. And they are beholden to you to an extent, to the extent that your dollar stretches. Right. But most of them are still crappy people. But your money has blinded you. Your access has blinded you. And you don't want to admit it. You don't want to admit when someone's actually been purchased by the Chinese Communist Party. You don't even want to look into it. And just because they've narrowly, for now, escaped any form of accountability does not mean that that, uh, you know, that cloud of, uh, what is that stuff? Cotton candy. (laughs) One good lick of the justice system. And that sucker's going down. And I can't wait to see where some of you land. I really can't wait. Because y'all are just so bedazzled. Like y'all got the bedazzlers on. Especially with uh, in Georgia. Oh my goodness. Talk about division. Mm. Mm -mm. 
you got half the country. I love it. You got the, the New Yorkers are all on board with Vernon Jones, right? And I get calls daily. Who are you? So, you know, I sent, I sent some information over to Vernon's campaign uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, and, I, and the only, I've done this for Candace. You know, if someone else gets in who I'm praying does, I would do the same thing for him. Um, but the one person I'm definitely not supporting is going to be Brian Kemp. And, uh, and you know, Vernon just goes with his normal self of, well, does Candace know you're supporting me? All this is via text. And Vernon and I are friends, and we've been friends for years. I used to write speeches for Vernon. I've worked for Vernon. I've sung at multiple uh, engagements, political engagements for Vernon. I would not vote for Vernon. So that's just me, and I've already told you why, and I'm not going back over that again because I told you I wouldn't, and I'm, gonna, I'm a woman of my word. However, I think it's very interesting, this love affair that people have with Vernon as this token shiny black object that's new to the scene in Republican politics. And I'm like, yeah, well, that should tell you something. But you guys go ahead and run with that. You know, you have some of my colleagues out here who have, like, got many more followers than I do, and they're just so sure that Brian Kemp's career is washed up. And I just laugh when I read that because I'm like, clearly you know nothing about Georgia politics, and you know nothing about who owns whom. But guess what, folks? You actually control that. You really do. I I realized, you know, last night in my Cookies and Milk podcast, I talked about hope. And I talked about the value of hope. And the only way to really control a person or a body of people is through hopelessness. It really is true. And so your hope is the number one thing people go for whenever they want power. They go for your hope. You know, the Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. It makes your heart hard. It makes your heart um, cold. It's just not pliable, right? Hope deferred. Well, so does abdication. So does being slothful civically. Right? Just kind of paying your taxes, going along with it. Well, I pay my taxes and this goes to my school. Half of you are shocked by what your children have been learning. Why are you just now figuring that out? Why? And and by the way, where is the majority of the church right now? Where's the majority of the church? I don't see them in cities that have been decimated, do you? Do you see the church taking over Portland, Oregon? Nope. Do you see people in Baltimore? Do you see any coverage of that whatsoever? Do you see them in my city, the city of Atlanta? Nope. You do not. People are on the money and fame train right now. Even your pastors. Sorry, but it's true. Everybody's jumping out in front of their respective smoke machine. (laughs) In the meantime, most of you guys are just trying to figure out who's in charge. You know, well, the military is going to save us. Okay, well, again, take a look at your current military situation. Look at your head guy of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I mean, this guy really, he subscribes to Marxism. He's okay exploring those options. What does that tell you? And this is not to slight all the men and women in uniform, for sure, because I work with many of you, and I honor you and respect you, and I love you dearly. And and we should respect our military. Um, but our military has been leveraged. And again, the only way that happens is whenever really crappy people get into high-ranking positions. And how do they get there? <laughs> Through other crappy people that uh, other crappy people have elected. 
or that good people have abdicated to. It's just a mess, isn't it? But to God be all the glory, because I really do believe that at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day and the end of the day, that our words still have power. We still have our own personal agency and autonomy. God is still God and he's still on the throne. And I believe there's something far greater than us that created us, that has a great plan for us as a race, as a human civilization. And I believe that as often as we say amen to him and his plan and um, and, and standing against things that are um, perverted. And I don't, some of you immediately went to sexuality. That's not where I'm going. Perversion of the truth across the board. Perversion of the truth. And there is a lot of perversions in the world right now. So if you don't know the truth, if you're one of the 97% of the Christian church who does not read their Bible, you are positively going to be taken down by the trending just wrath of the world right now. It is writhing. It is like a Leviathan that has been caught in a net. And you see certain things just falling. Certain paradigms just crumbling. It's like a it's like that movie. What was the name of that movie? Was it Insurrection? No. What was that movie? Maybe it was. It was um I think so. I think it was Insurrection uh, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? And and they can get into like the dreams of people and they're like, they're mental architects. Well, yes, you do have architects within your uh, national security apparatus. You have actual architects. You have uh, social engineering occurring on every level. And the only people who survive social engineering are people who have a true north and compass. And the only way that you arrive at finding your true compass and receiving it as such and exercising it and applying it as such is by reading your liberty of, your manual of liberty rather. That's the only way that happens. It comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. That's how your faith is established. That's how be, you become a force to be reckoned with in this or in this earth. And shame on you if you are waiting for Christ's return and you've just thrown your hands up to say to hell with the world. It's all ending anyway. Who cares? Because I'm going to tell you something that you probably haven't read in your Bible as you're waiting on Jesus in your in your you know your sacrosanct recliner in your Cheeto bag. You know what else the word says? When I come, will I find faith? And you sitting around abdicating, watching others kill each other from the age of six to 25 years of age, joining criminal gang syndicates, aborting their children ad nauseum, watching people literally make deals with our enemies and export jobs and goods and services and allow for a bioweapon to take over, well, if you could even call it that, hell, it's probably just the flu at this point from what I guess we're understanding, but, but allowing 
for your civil liberties to be, you know, completely hijacked, right? Because Jesus is coming back. Does that sound like faith to you? Does that sound like occupying the territory with which you've been entrusted? Does that sound like occupation and a kingdom sense? No, it doesn't. It sounds like abdication. It sounds like cowardice. It sounds like sloth. It sounds like gluttony. It sounds like sanctimony. It sounds like false piety. It doesn't fly. It just doesn't fly. In other news, speaking of flying, uh, I'm going to let you know that I'm going to be taking the month of August off. And so we're going to spend as much time with each other as possible between now and August. Uh, as much as I preach to you guys about rest and the importance thereof, um, I've realized that uh, a season that I'm being called to is a sabbatical. And so I'm going to honor that. I'm going to honor that. It's something that I believe in wholeheartedly. Um, and so leading up to that, you know, if there are any topics that you would like for me to cover, um, that would be wonderful. I will be off of all social media. I will be, uh, off of my shows. I will miss you. We have the next two weeks together, so we will spend, uh, as much time together as possible. And again, if there's any particular topic that you would like to discuss, I'm happy to do so. Uh, but I am going to be obedient and I'm going to step off the field. Uh, just for a while to refresh. I think that's very important. I want to be uh, on the top of my game, not only for our kingdom, but for you, for my country. I think that's very important. And I think every good warrior knows whenever it's time to go and refuel and to regroup. And that is something that I feel I'm being called to do. And I want to encourage you to think about that. And I realize not all of you can take off from your jobs for a sabbatical for 30 days, but there are things that you can take a sabbatical from. And social media is one of those things that keeps your immune system suppressed. It keeps your anxiety levels up. It keeps your bitterness level up. It keeps you divided. It is the number one way you are controlled. Social media is the number one way you are controlled through the media period. So fasting might not be a bad idea. For some of you, I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be easy for me for a month. And I'm already finding ways that I can cheat. <laughs> so I'm thinking that I'll probably post some things on my website uh, to let you guys know where I am, what I'm up to, what I'm doing, all of that. Um, yeah, I, you know, and, and I will, I will journal and I will chronicle and, and, uh, and keep you guys uh, posted. But in terms of like, you know, doing my podcast and yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting. I hope my sponsors forgive me, but, um, you know, more importantly, my, my health is important to me. Um, your health is important to me. And when God says, Hey, I need you to come onto the sidelines for a minute. I got some things to share with you and I just want to take care of you and minister to you and clean you up a little bit and feed you and give you some water and get you suited up to get back out there and continue in your calling. Uh, that's a real honor 
to be called off the field very hard for me because my pride tells me to keep working and to keep going and don't ever leave the field and you're in the middle of battle. And it's like, you know what? All this crap is still going to be here four weeks from now. (laughs) So, um, and you're not crap, but you know what I'm saying? The situation in the world is probably not going to get better. Even though I know some of you are waiting for president Trump to return. What is the latest cue schmoo? Uh, August 13th, I think. And so I know many of you are waiting for that. I am not waiting for that. I don't mean to make fun of you if you are. Um, I do not know who Q is. I know that General Flynn has been outed as being Q or a part of it. I have no idea. I'm not in communication with the general. Um, I am in communication with people around him, but not him. And I'll be honest with you. I don't care if he is or not. I want to know why his name was not on that letter with, you know, a hundred other generals who see what's going on in this country right now and who saw what happened with the election. So I have other questions for General Flynn. And I don't know that if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Some of you worship at his altar. I do not. That is not who I am. I don't worship at President Trump Trump's altar either. That is not who I am. So I worship at the altar of God, the God of liberty, the God of hope, the God of freedom. Yes, freedom and liberty are two different things. The God of our Constitution, the God of equality, the God of peace and joy and health and prosperity, unity, sobriety, wisdom, knowledge, creation, life. That is the altar I uh, find myself dropping in front of more and more these days to say, help. Just help. All right, guys. I love you. Until next time, you know where to find me. Monica on your talk on Twitter. I'm on Telegram, eh, kind of. LinkedIn, more and more. Uh, Monica Matthews, you can follow me there. You can also send a request, and I'll be happy to connect with you there. My website is monicamatthews.com. Please take your peace. Don't allow things to get you all stirred up and crazy. Remember, be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And if you're an American, go to my website and buy a T-shirt that says, Act Like One.